0: Please be seated. Hmm. This is a day to huddle together. (laughs) So welcome on this beautiful, beautiful Irish day. Um, um, It's actually 72 degrees and sunny in Dublin. Suck it up, New Englanders. (laughs) Um, So, but I'm here. (laughs) So, um, class of 2017, graduates, faculty, families, guests, staff, friends, and everyone, welcome to the campus green and how green it is. Uh, How wonderful to have you all here with us for our HTS Diploma Ceremony. I'd like just to take a moment at the start to thank you, to uh, say thank you to parents, families, friends, on behalf of our students. Thank you so much for your support throughout their studies here and love and resources and time. Uh, We really appreciate it. So we celebrate with you today as well. So I'd just like to ask our um, uh, graduates if they're... uh, legs are still working, to uh, rise and express their thanks to you, um, their family, friends and supporters. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So it's my pleasure to introduce our student speaker this year, uh, selected by competition. Um, So our speaker is David Price, who's receiving the MDiv. So David, over to you. Come and. Thanks so much.
1: Good afternoon, Dean Hempton, HDS faculty, family, friends, guests, and of course my fellow graduates. An excerpt of the poem, Caged Bird by Maya Angelou. A free bird leaps on the back of the wind and floats downstream till the current ends, and dips his wing in the orange sun rays and dares to claim the sky. But a bird that stalks down his narrow cage can seldom see through his bars of rage. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied, so he opens his throat to sing. The caged bird sings with, with a fearful trill of things unknown, but longed for still. And his tune is heard on the distant hill, for the caged bird sings of freedom. Friends, freedom is not always free. Many of us graduates can attest to the truth in this statement. On the one hand, today marks, perhaps, our freedom from school. No more grades, no more mandatory reading, no more mandatory writing. On the other hand, we realized this freedom, it had a price. We struggled through numerous (laughs) all-nighters, hundreds of pages written, dozens of books read, and of course, thousands of dollars borrowed. Yet, today we are free. We are free to illuminate that which is in the dark. We are free to engage that which is inactive, and we are free to serve the underserved. We are, perhaps, what Maya Angelou calls the free birds, who have numerous roads to travel. Those birds who leap on the back of the wind, those birds who Uh, float downstream to the current ends, those birds who fly so high that their wings dip in the orange sun rays and dare to claim the sky as their own. We are free birds. Oh, but i live lived long enough to understand that where there is a free bird, there is also a caged bird. While the free bird flies in the sky, the caged bird remains enraged on the inside. Yet even in rage, the bird sings. Can you hear it? Oh freedom, oh freedom, oh freedom over me. And before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free. Can you hear the bird? Freedom, freedom, I can't move. Freedom, cut me loose. Freedom, freedom, where are you? Because I need freedom too. Brothers, sisters, friends, and colleagues, we enter into a world where there are hundreds of millions of people singing freedom songs. Some are locked in cages of patriarchy. Others are locked in cages of heteronormativity, locked in the cages of the prison industrial complex, locked in cages of ableism, locked in cages of religious intolerance, locked in cages of illegal statuses, locked in cages of racism. I heard the rapper Akon say it like this, I'm locked up and they won't let me out. Dr. Angelou says that the caged bird's wings are clipped, and their feet are tied. Yet they sing songs on high, despite the chains, they fight for freedom. My grandmother, Lady McCrory, knew all too well what it was like to fight and sing for her freedom. You see, born in 1922, she grew up in Jim Crow, Mississippi, prior to making her great migration to California. Grandmama and a host of other black women were the first scholars to teach me about intersectionality. Black women knew and know today that the fight against patriarchy and racism and unjust laws are in many ways the same fight. They understood that getting out of one cage means little unless we're free from all of our cages. And this afternoon perhaps you may ask Well, David, how do we escape? Brother David, how do we destroy? How do we break the locks of the metaphorical and literal cages? Well, I've just stopped by here to tell you that grandmama, she had an answer. As a young boy, I loved visiting her and honestly, I brought much of her spirit with me to my classes and put her in much of my work here at Harvard. Every time I visited her home, she was always active. One of her favorite pastimes was gardening. I didn't like to help much, but I certainly watched (laughs) while I sat on the back porch as Grandma would sow seeds into the soil. To get those seeds deep into the ground, deep into the fields of life, Grandma taught me to find a good song to sing. Oh, you don't have to be musically inclined or gifted, but you need a song in your spirit. As Dr. Brad Braxton, one of the great scholars and practitioners that I was so privileged to learn from during my time at Harvard, taught me, he said, David, where there is no music, the spirit will not move. So before Grandmama began her day's work in the Garden of Life, I heard her hum this hymn that says, all of my help. All of my help comes from the Lord. All of my needs he has met. God has never failed me yet. You see, Grandmama was a a good Baptist. And so in every song she called on the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? But whatever your theology is, before you leave this place, be sure to find you a good song to move the spirit. Second, Grandmama taught me to till the soil of life. If you go to 11714 Woking Avenue, you will discover that there is still a shed in Grandmama's backyard. I call it the sacred shed because in it she kept tools of transformation. Those tools of transformation coming from that sacred shed gave Grandmama the power to dig deep into that dried up, lifeless dirt. Before we can plant seeds that have been gathered over the few or many years spent in these hallowed halls, we must first join the struggle to unearth lifeless dirt, to unearth weeds and dead flowers and leaves that obstruct growth and progress. Friends, if we go into our sacred sheds, we will find in them tools of transformation. Oh, you may find a hole for humanity or a shovel for society. You may use the axe of anthropology or the spade of sociology. You may use preaching and teaching, research and writing, nonprofit and for-profit as tools to dig deep into the soil of society. But friends, whatever you do, don't forget to get in your sacred shed and pull out your tools of transformation and use them because many corners of our world are covered with lifeless dirt and it must be unearthed. While we're working to unpack the dead soil of racism, sexism, homophobia, Islamophobia, and xenophobia, we must replace it with life-giving soil composed of love, respect, humility, humanity, compassion and empathy. In the next step of the gardening process, grandma said, David, get me the fertilizer. It was time to transition from pulling out the dead to putting in new life. And friends, I quickly realized why roses don't always smell so good. You see, what many of us know and some will learn is that America and the global community have been conditioned. They have been conditioned to lifeless tendencies that prohibit our society from understanding why we would even need to change the dirt and replace it with life-giving soil. So as we embark to do this transformative work, as we embark to do the work that will change lives, we know that people will reject this new fertilizer because it will not look or smell good. In fact, it will look and smell like a bunch of sugar honey iced tea from a cow's behind. (laughs) And, And people will wonder how our methodology and how our pedagogy will produce sweet smelling jasmine flowers of joy. The task, it will become overwhelming. It will seem daunting. Trouble will get in our way. We know the rain will come obviously and the sun may refuse to shine. But come hell or high water, we will work towards that day when cages will be obsolete and the garden of life will produce a bounty for all of God's children to enjoy. But (laughs) But until that day, until we reach that day of ever-expanding goodness. I pray as the civil rights legend Joseph Lowry said on the steps of our nation's capital, "O Lord, in this complex arena of human relation, help us to work towards that day when black will not be asked to get back, when brown can stick around, when yellow will be mellow, when the red man can get a head man, and when white will embrace what is right. If we do this, if we do this together, we will take just a step, just one step towards freedom. Thank you.
0: Thanks, David. I'm not going to follow that. (laughs) So from poetry to prose, um, this, this morning in tercentenary theater, degrees were conferred on the graduating class of 2017 of the Divinity School, inclusive of degrees earned in November, March, and May. These were comprised of 57 masters of theological studies 44 masters of divinity, one masters of theology, (laughs) and four doctors of theology. (laughs) So today we have the opportunity in this intimate freezing setting (laughs) to celebrate these degrees and the individual attainments that they represent. Each graduate will be presented by the Associate Dean for Student Services, Tim Wilski. And as each person comes forward to receive their degree, if the graduate has indicated a desire for us to do so, a brief statement about their plans will be read by Steph Gauchel, Assistant Dean for Student Affairs. So we will award diplomas by degree, beginning with the MTS students. Yeah, yeah.
2: Thank you. Honored guests, we will now present the candidates for the degree of Master of Theological Studies. As the dean mentioned, we have a tradition of reading the personal statements from each of our graduates if they've chosen to provide one. So we encourage you to celebrate the accomplishments of these wonderful people in whatever way you see fit. So clap and holler as much as you'd like, but please hold your expressions until the end of each personal statement. Now we'll begin. Faraz Halidina.
3: Faraz says, praise due to the most high Allah. Praises due to the most fly Prada. Baby, I'm magic. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da.
2: Silas Hampton Alzheimer.
3: Silas would like to thank his mother and father for encouraging him to learn and discover the world.
2: Sheza Alkera Atik.
3: Sheza is grateful to her family for teaching her the quiet miracle of love. Thanks to her father for teaching her to aim for the stars, and to her mother for reminding her to always remain grounded.
2: (laughs) Katie Bandera.
3: Katie would like to thank her parents and her husband for their constant love and support. She is excited to pursue a career as a high school history teacher.
2: Amy Christine Bassett.
3: Amy would like to thank HGS for a generous experience. After graduation, she will continue to do research on the global growth of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, Amy.
2: Kimberly Matheson Berkey.
3: Kim is going on to pursue a doctorate in theology as a Crown Fellow at Loyola University. She wishes, <laughs> she wishes to thank her husband, Mike, especially for keeping their kids alive while she did homework. Yeah.
2: Todd Steven Brown.
3: Todd would like to thank his family for their ever-present support and encouragement and his advisor, faculty, and friends for their guidance and inspiration.
2: Veronica Canez.
3: Veronica would like to thank her parents for all their support and encouragement. She says, I love you both.
2: Marisa Castaneda.
3: Daughters of immigrants, we make America great. Hashtag 1st gen.
2: <laughs> Hi-i Chen.
3: Mom and dad, I never thank you enough for always listening to me, trusting me.
2: Mishwakar Rahman Chowdhury.
3: Mishwakar is extremely grateful for the opportunities that led him here, the support that got him through, and the roots that will show his future. Much appreciation to his family, friends, and HDS.
2: (laughs) Kate Cottrell. Nicholas Kowaleski.
3: Nicholas would like to thank his parents for their limitless love, encouragement, and support.
2: <laughs> Marco, Taylor Miriam Vitusi. <laughs> Deborah Frempong.
3: Deborah would would like to thank all the professors and friends who made her time memorable.
2: (laughs) Haider Sulman Gayasuddin.
3: Haider would like to thank his mother, his father, and all the teachers throughout his life who've made this day possible.
2: Jill Gertel-Goltzer.
3: Jill would like to thank her family for their endless love, encouragement, and support, and her advisor, Kimberly Patton, for all her heartfelt advice.
2: <laughs> Lucy Graham.
3: Lucy thanks all her teachers and classmates who caused her ontology to explode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Allison Harrington.
3: Allison would like to thank her loving parents and cherished siblings for their unending encouragement, guidance, and support.
2: (laughs) Allison Linnell Hurst.
3: Allison will be continuing her studies at Harvard as a doctoral candidate through the Committee on the Study of Religion. She would like to sincerely thank her parents, Lynn and Faye, for their love.
2: Kalpana Jane.
3: Kalpana is grateful to HDS for transforming her understanding of religion. As a journalist, she plans to work on improving religious literacy and to explain the complexity of how religion affects women's lives in South Asia.
2: <laughs> Silai Karzai.
3: Celie thanks her biological and chosen family, as well as her friends, for their constant support of her goals and aspirations at Harvard and beyond.
2: Siobhan McNamara Kelly.
3: Siobhan will be pursuing a Ph.D. in religion, gender, and culture here at Harvard. They thank Mark Jordan and Amy Hollywood and dedicate this degree to their father, who passed away on May 1st.
2: Sarah Khan.
3: Sarah gives thanks to her mother for her infinite devotion, sacrifice, and love that, and only that, made it possible for Sarah to ever achieve achieve anything in life.
2: Hector Kilgo.
3: Hector will be studying religion, black nationalism, and Star Trek, if he's lucky, at the (laughs) University of Pennsylvania.
2: Maria Namhee Kim.
3: Maria thanks God for his love and guidance during her time here and will continue her studies at a law school in the future.
2: <laughs> Moral Kotek.
3: Moral will be attending Georgetown Law School this fall and is interested in pursuing public interest law. She is grateful to her professors, peers, and husband, Mo Bashir, for their support. <laughs>
2: Laura (laughs) Krueger. Sophie Christina Kito-Lane.
3: Looking forward, Sophie is living by the words of Laurel Thatcher Ulrich, quote, well-behaved women seldom make history, end quote. So let's all go make history.
2: Dana Laxer.
3: Dana would like to thank her family for their continued love and support. She is grateful to have had the opportunity to study at HDS.
2: (laughs) Kitty Lane.
3: Kitty thanks her mom and Jim for coming all the way from California. She is so happy you're here. Kitty also thanks Judy Halley for being her favorite professor. She would not have loved Greek so much if not for you. Yay.
2: Nicholas Lowe <laughs> Catherine Eleanor Maxiner yeah. James Arya Mawalam
3: James thanks his family, friends, and professors for their endless support. He will continue at Harvard, this time pursuing a PhD in history and East Asian languages.
2: Michael Noel Montgomery.
3: Michael would like to thank his family, friends, professors, and the HDF staff for their constant support.
2: Aspaldo Heizer Moreno
3: To God be the glory, another degree, another blessing. This is for you, Lusana, and Faith. Thank you, Mom and Dad.
2: (laughs) Palden Gayal
3: Paulden would like to express his deepest gratitude to his family in Tibet, to TCV and UWC, to his teachers and professors, and to his girlfriend, relatives, and friends for their constant support and encouragement.
2: Michael Powell. Michael Putnam. Michael
3: is grateful to all the mentors, friends, and family who have supported him along his academic journey. After graduation, he is excited to be continuing at Harvard to pursue his PhD in Religious Studies.
2: Natalie Maria Reynoso.
3: Natalie is Natalie is headed to Fordham University, where she will be pursuing a PhD in theology. She extends thanks to the professors who have made an impact and to her family and friends for their endless support.
2: Orly Robin.
3: In the fall, Orly will begin graduate work at Sarah Lawrence College in New York, studying nonfiction writing with Joanne Beard. There, she will complete her book project. (laughs)
2: Caroline Sane.
3: Caroline will begin a job in publishing after graduation. She would like to thank her family for all of their love and support.
2: (laughs) Benjamin Scott Sennert.
3: Benjamin would like to express his deeply felt thanks to both family and friends, as well as to the faculty and staff of HDS for their love, concern, and continued support of his academic endeavors.
2: Matab Sardani.
3: She expresses heartfelt gratitude to her advisor, Professor Leela Ahmed, who guided her through this arduous journey and opened new horizons in her academic life, including her PhD at Boston University.
2: Emily Sawachok.
3: Emily would like to thank the teachers who supported and believed in her, along with her friends, family, and Heavenly Father.
2: Walter Edward (laughs) Smelt. Emily Smith.
3: Emily would like to thank the professors at Harvard for their help and support as she looks forward to starting a PhD in history at the University of Notre Dame.
2: Siam Turan. Adrienne Elizabeth Vincent.
3: Adrienne would like to thank her two lovely daughters for their extraordinary support as she pursued her MTS here at Harvard Divinity School.
2: Christopher Zefting. All right, if you would, if the MTS graduates would please rise, where you are. So Dean Hempton, members of the faculty, family and friends, I present to you the Master of Theological Studies graduates for 2017. Thank you, Ed. We now present candidates for the degree of Master of Divinity. Elizabeth Hoffman Ashleman.
3: Elizabeth is boundlessly grateful to her parents, Deb and John, her wife, Rachie, and the many people she has learned from at HDS. Elizabeth will be staying in Boston. Please come for Shabbat dinner.
2: Sitraka <laughs> <laughs> St. <Saint> Michael.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Satraka gives thanks. Charker gives thanks to the two Charlies, the two Loras, Karen, Annie, Mama A and Grace for making his story possible at HDS. He hopes to do them proud as he enters the legal profession.
2: Ferris Blunt the 3rd.
3: Paris is grateful for what has been a life-changing experience at HDS. He would like to thank God, his family, friends, and professors for their love, prayers, and support.
2: Joshua Oliver Bryant.
3: Josh would like to thank his parents for their love. Post-graduation, he looks forward to re-entering his body. If any merits have accrued, have accrued these three last three years. May it serve all beings as vast as space.
2: <laughs> Gabriela Crystal Chavez.
3: Gabby is thankful for her family, friends, and mentors, whom without, she could not have received this degree.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Gracias.
2: Emily Cohen.
3: Emily is moving to Nashville to continue her work addressing harm and misconduct in faith communities. She dedicates her degree to all victims and survivors of gender-based violence. (laughs)
2: Melissa Coles.
3: Melissa offers thanks and praise to her loving family and friends who support her on her journey. After graduation, Melissa is hiking the Appalachian Trail. Come join her.
2: (laughs) Kusalayana Darangala (laughs) Thero.
4: Kusilayana will be working as a resident chaplain at Brigham and Women's Hospital next year.
2: Philip Garrity
4: This
3: summer, Philip has plans to continue consulting for the NGO Partners in Health and helping to strengthen oncology and palliative care programs in Haiti and Rwanda.
2: <laughs> Lara McBride Heinzen-Glass
3: Lara-, Lara wishes to thank her parents for their support today and always.
2: Carleen Alicia griffith Sekou.
4: <laughs>
3: Carleen gives thanks to her ancestors, the Jamaican Maroons, her grandparents Linda and Wilbert Campbell, and especially her mother Yuda Fasi and son Lalabella, or Lyon, for inspiring her to never give up. Carleen is deeply grateful to First Church in Cambridge and many staff and faculty of HDS. Lastly, Carlene honors the Movement for Black Lives and Black Lives Matter for calling forth all of us with prophetic fire. Christ is risen indeed.
2: Tammy Hobbs Meraki.
3: Tammy sends a big thank you to Bill, her sons, Matthew, Lucas, and Willie, and her mom, Elaine, who traveled from Texas all six <coughs> semesters to take care of her sons during finals.
4: Thank you. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> Madea Arafon.
3: Madea will be returning to her home city of Philadelphia to work for a Muslim community organization. She would like to thank her parents for their endless love and support.
2: Allison Marie Jablonski.
3: Allie will be a chaplain resident at MGH. She is grateful to all those at HDS who have called her into ministry, and is especially grateful to Carrie, Laura, Leslie, and Patty for their amazing examples.
2: <laughs> Jung, John.
3: Yu Jung wants to thank her parents and friends who have supported her studies, her classmates who have been windows to another world, and lastly, Jesus Christ, her Lord, Savior, and Counselor.
2: (laughs) Alexandra Elizabeth Cutler.
3: Alexa wants to thank her family and friends for helping her tap into her imagination and for giving her more love than anyone could ever ask for.
2: Christine Lazdowski. (laughs) Sophia Lufkin.
3: Sophia will begin a chaplaincy residency at Mass General Hospital in September. She would like to thank her family, friends, and teachers for their support during her time at HDS.
2: Anne-Marie Mall.
3: Anne-Marie dedicates this Harvard Master of Divinity degree to the entire Matanti and Matoya family. Without whose love, dedication, and support, this victory would not be possible.
2: <laughs> Natalie Malter.
3: Natalie wants to thank her amazing family and friends for their love and support on this journey, especially her parents, who have inspired and encouraged her every step of the way.
2: Caroline Mattis.
3: Caroline is thankful to be graduating with more knowledge, friendships, and City of Somerville parking tickets than she she ever could have imagined. She gives extra thanks to her family for their lifelong love and support. Caroline will begin doctoral work at Princeton University in the fall.
2: Cora McCold.
3: Cora gives thanks for her friends and family who saw her through three years of joys, sorrows, and existential crises. Cora will stay in the Boston area and pursue community ministry.
2: Elizabeth Morris.
3: Elizabeth would like to thank her husband Tim, her mom and dad, and her mentors at HDS, Emily Click and Tim Welsky. She dedicates her degree in memory of her grandmother, Suzanne Kibler Morris.
2: Amelia W. Nugent. Eric Ogee.
3: Eric will be joining Wellesley Village Church in Wellesley, Massachusetts, where he has been called to serve as their pastoral resident.
2: (laughs) River Ashley Olson.
3: River would like to thank her family for all their support on this journey. For her wife, Katie, children, Lisbeth and Rory, and her parents, Pam and Kenny. They've always been there, encouraging her to persevere.
2: (laughs) Diana Berenice (laughs) Ortiz-Giron.
3: Deanna is a trailblazer, the first in her family to obtain a graduate education. Given her unique experiences, she aspires to pursue an educational ministry in service to undocumented students.
2: Roderick LeBron Owens.
3: God would like to thank his family, friends, and lovers for their support. He plans to take the next year to complete his next book project.
2: Christina Mary Palace.
3: Christina would like to thank her family and friends for their unconditional love and support. She will begin her MSW at Boston College this fall, in hopes of becoming a clinical social worker.
2: <laughs> Jariel Perez.
3: <laughs> Jadiel gives a special thanks to his wife, Ariel, his parents, Sergio and Johanna Perez, and to his church family at Harvest Ministries for their endless love and support.
2: Nestor Jose Pimienta.
3: (laughs) Nestor says he is here today because everyone who has shared the journey with him and has much gratitude. After graduation, he hopes to find funding for his two organizations he built while at HDS.
2: (laughs) David Drake Price.
3: David dedicates this degree to his beloved grandmother Letty and grandfather Dennis. He will serve as youth and young adult minister at First AME Church of Los Angeles after graduation.
2: Christopher Raish. Abhishek Rahman. Abhishek
3: dedicates, dedicates his first master's degree to his late grandmother, who always inspired, pushed, and encouraged him to be curious and pursue a life in service of others.
2: Winford Kennedy Rice.
3: Winford thanks his family and friends for their support of his scholastic and ministerial endeavors. He will continue at Vanderbilt University in homiletics and practical theology in the fall.
2: Timothy Gerald Siri.
3: Tim will serve and honor God as a minister in the United Church of Christ and United Methodist Church. He will also enter a hybrid master's degree in United Methodist Studies from Duke Divinity School.
2: (laughs) Sahar Shaheed.
3: (laughs) Sahar says, quote, there is a place like no place on Earth, a land full of wonder, mystery, and danger. Some say to survive it, you need to be as mad as a hatter, which luckily I am, end quote. Cheers to new adventure in London.
2: (laughs) Shrestha Singh.
3: Shrestha would like to thank her mom, dad, sister, and puppy scout for their love, their sacrifice, and their constant support. She loves them very much and would not be able to be here without them.
2: Priya Rakit Shraman.
3: Priya thanks his dear Ma and Baba, his brothers, and his Guru for their continuous love, guidance, and support. He also thanks his wonderful teachers and friends for bringing their, for being there for him. Cheers.
2: <laughs> Sunjun Young.
3: Sunjun is excited to continue ministerial work as the Buddhist spiritual advisor at Northeastern University and to join the faculty in history at Walnut Hill School for the Arts. They would like to thank their family and their partner, Jay, for their support during this journey.
2: Would the MDiv graduates please rise? Dean Hempton, members of the faculty, family, and friends, I present to you the Master of Divinity graduates of 2017. This year we present one uh, candidate for the degree of Master of Theology. And uh, once Lamar receives his degree, we're gonna have him stay up here for a moment while we recognize him. Uh, So we have Lamar Mitchell. Lamar
3: Lamar would like to thank his amazing wife, Leslie, for her love, patience, and support.
2: Lamar, you can stay right up here for a moment. Dean Hempton, members of the faculty, family, and friends, I present to you the Master of Theology graduate of 2017. We now present candidates for the Doctor of Theology. Chung Hyun Choi.
3: Dissertation title. Earn the Grace of Prophecy, Early Christian Prophecy as Practice. Chung un will continue to work as Assistant Professor of Religious Studies at North Carolina Wesleyan College. She is grateful to her family and her mentors at Harvard, especially Professor Laura Nasralla.
2: Felipe Fernandez Rubiero Maya.
3: Dissertation title Trading Futures Future Talk, Finance, and Christian Eschatology. Felipe is assistant professor of United Methodist Studies at Pacific School of Religion, Berkeley, California. He thanks his advisor, Myra Rivera, for her support and wisdom. To his family, he says, Obrigado.
2: Travis Allen Stevens. Yeah!
3: Dissertation title Violent Love Sickness, Richard of St. Victor, Patrice of Nazareth, Hadovich, and Angela of Foligno. Travis would like to thank his advisor, Amy Hollywood, his dissertation committee, his partner, Carrie, and his family, Sandra, John, Sarah, Jonathan, and Harper, for their support.
2: The doctoral graduates, please rise. (laughs) I'll let Travis get back. (laughs) Dean Hempton, members of the faculty, family, and friends, I present to you the THD graduates of 2017. Be seated, Dean Hampton.
0: So thank you, Tim, Annie, Steph, all the members of the Office of Student Services for your uh, work and thought and effort to make this ceremony so festive and so seamless. Thank you so much. Let's thank them. So one last time, let's salute the class of 2017. Congratulations, everybody. So please stay for lunch. We've got some wonderful tables outside you can sit on for a few. It'll be great. Um, no, please um, uh, ask for guidance and you can pick up lunch uh, inside Andover and um, uh, you can uh, uh, sit in the Brown Room or Rockefeller Cafe or anywhere you can find respite from the, um, the deluge. So, um, uh, So thank you everyone for coming and for participating in this really happy occasion and wishing all our uh, graduates every success as they move forward in, uh, in exciting ways. So I just finally ask that um, guests remain seated until uh, all the graduates have processed out of the tent. Um, so the platform party and the faculty will now lead the graduates uh, out of the tent and hope we don't sink. So thank you so much everyone for coming.